0: Do folks what it do? Team no sleep. Tuesday, it's February. It's Black History Month. Oh my! Yep.
1: Gosh. Salute, uh, baby. Salute. Yes, sir. Salute yes, all sir. day. I got yeah. I
0: got all black on today. We're we're in my focus, so you know, in, in, in homage and respect. Brother, we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm not even gonna beat around the bush and and, and get the lollygagging. We we gonna get into it. I'm gonna put a timer on the screen too. <laughs> to keep to keep me on track. Uh, you can talk all you want to, but uh we, we want to make sure <laughs> that, that I keep that I keep uh focused, you know, keep 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 on, on task. Uh, uh- Man, I got echo, man. What you, what, what you, what you? you? got me on on some regular old Radio Shack headphones or something. What I got nah, hear I'm, myself.
1: I'm oh my gosh,
0: you got old school. We were Crayco. just talking,
1: and then all you said it's echo. We were just talking. How to get echo?
0: You <laughs> got, got me that. on some old Craco headphones or something. Uh, it's football nah, time, man, I'm no, I'm no, We'll keep going. We'll keep. It's all right. It's football time. A uh, lot of lot of things happening in the world of professional football. A lot of things happening in the world. Let me. I had to repeat that and say it again. Talk to me what your thoughts were on those uh, divisional championship games, right? Kansas City, Cincinnati, San Francisco, and them Rams. Talk, talk to me about your your thoughts on how those games were played and how they
1: ended up. Uh, I'm just I'm excited. The torch has been passed, man. A new new generation of guys getting in, whether it be Stafford, which I've been I've been hard on Stafford for the last couple of weeks.
0: Everybody been. I'm out, glad hard he's
1: on able to. <laughs> Yeah, he's been jumping, he jumped over the hump. Now he's in the Super Bowl, hoping he could prove himself. Jo- Joe Burrow's a superstar. You know, um, uh, the games were great. They was exciting for the weekend. I don't like it because there's really not a lot of defense. It seems like it's all offense going on in the games. Mm. But I mean, that's the new era of NFL. So the games, as far as the weekend as far as were, was fun, they was excited. They did exactly what the NFL was supposed to do, yeah. you know, pump up their brand and, and do what they're supposed to do to get to the Super Bowl. It's gonna be great that the Rams are gonna be playing the Super Bowl in their own backyard. Yeah, I don't I even do. know if that's been done before, except for Atlanta, right? I think the Falcons did it Correct. maybe ten years ago. Correct. And now now the Rams are playing in their backyard. They get to defend their home turf. It should be crazy in LA for the whole week. Um but uh I'm, I'm excited I mean, I'm excited man to see see some new guys in the Super Bowl to see who's gonna get that ring.
0: Yeah. Um
1: and, and, and carry that torch.
0: Look, I was I was in LA last weekend. Uh, for the uh for, for the game, not for the game, but I, I was down there at UCLA visiting my daughter, and them streets was crazy. You had forty percent Rams fans and sixty percent 49 ers fans. You just did, right? <laughs> it it was the San Francisco <laughs> folks flew in to be at the at the game. They got their heart broke because uh, Garoppolo is Garoppolo. We 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 don't want to go down that path. He's I don't want to beat the man while he's down. He just. um yeah. I must I must say that the right teams on both sides, AFC and NFC won. Right. They're, yeah. they're the ones who came and showed out and shouts out to goodness gracious, Joe Burrow is is just is a bad man.
1: That's he's a bad he, he's, man. He's, hey, he he's the he's the next he's the next one up, man. He's the next yeah. superstar up. I think uh, him and uh him and uh Allen from Buffalo definitely yeah. guys at the lookout for but Joe Burrow's just like he took it to the next level. It's crazy, man. He Remember, he won the LSU, but two years ago yep. he was he was we was watching him on TV celebrate the national championship
0: smoking cigar. Two
1: years now we are watching him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so it's crazy. crazy. That's
0: crazy. So so think about this too, and he and Burrow's caught a little bit of flack. Tell me what your thoughts on this. I, I'm I, I have my thought about this, but he was doing an interview press interview after the game. One of the reporters asked him about it about his chain, about, about his diamond necklace, and he made he came out and said, "Look, look, I, I make too much money." For this chain to be fake. These are real diamonds. Even get even getting Twitter hate on on just on that statement right there. Talk talk to me what you think about that right there. I mean, and that
1: should probably me getting flat. I mean, come on, man. He's 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 the, the, the he's a new generation, right? Yeah. He's a new he's 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 part of the hip hop generation, whether people want to believe it or not. He's influenced by hip hop a lot. So he's gonna rock the chain, rock yeah. the fur coat, come in there, rock, rock the Air Jordans. Um, that's kind of his swag and his flavor. You guys got to remember, he was in LSU. You know, he was in down in the, down in the yeah, south. He so he was
0: down there with uh, a lot of folks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of folks, man. He's yeah. been, he's you know, he's got, he's been heavily influenced by the hip hop culture. So why not? I mean, he's making, like you said, he's making a lot of money to be fake. He's going to be the face of the franchise. He is the face of the franchise, but he might be the poster board for the NFL. Mm. You know, coming coming two weeks right now. Um, he's just and he's just influenced by culture, man. And I think. And he's proud of it. That's the yeah. part I liked about it. I didn't take any offense to it. He's proud to be a part of the hip hop culture or be able to say, you know, I got this swag. This is who I am. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Skin color yeah. doesn't matter at that point. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it yeah. just, it's, that's irrelevant. You know, I think, they, I think they were trying to bait him to be, you know, to make it like a cultural thing or like it's, it's a race thing, but it's not. It's just what he does. I think he listens to that kind of music. I think he hangs around those those guys that wear those same types of things. He's influenced by what the hip hop generation has done, and I think he's gonna be—he's a dude. I, you know, there's there's no doubt about it, man. I think yeah. uh, it's pretty much that's it. I mean, I like his answer.
0: I like I like his, yeah, I, I like his, I like his swag. I, I mean, him and him and Cudi are, are are apparently tight, right? So him and Kid Cuddy go back. So yeah, he's part of the the, the hip hop culture and all that. And you know, look, when you that young. Two years in the game in the in the professional game, and you you didn't mess around and took your team to the Super Bowl, man. You you can go ahead and walk up straight and have a little swag about what it is that you talk about because mm-hmm. you 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 there. you you on the biggest stage now. Matthew Stafford been in the league thirteen plus years. This this he finally trying to trying to make something happen. He got some weapons with him, right? He got Odell out there and Odell, and finally found a place where he. He fits in, right? He's getting his targets. He's not on the on the sideline crying and getting hit in the head with the with mm-hmm. the kicking net, right? You know, how how he was back in the day. So Yep. And the, but you know, we talked about defense a little bit. That that defense at LA, they got they got Darnold. They got uh your boy um uh, Vaughn Miller. Vaughn they got Miller. Right, they got the, the mm-hmm. folks there that, that'll put you down if they need to. Right, coming in from both sides, that's what they paid the big bucks for. Was for for Miller on one side and and, and Donald coming up mm-hmm. the middle. You played the game. You know that's where the game is played and won. Right on the on the O line uh, and the D line. Yeah, what what yeah, are your thoughts well, about D, D, that?
1: D, you know, you know, like offense gets you the championships, defense wins you championships. Mm-hmm. Obviously, got okay. to stop somebody from scoring and let people score. I think the Rams have got the return on their investment, obviously. They spent all that money during the offseason to bring those guys in, making sure Donaldson was happy, make sure Ray Ramsey was happy, brought in, you know, brought in uh, Odell Beckham, brought in Von Miller during the middle of the season. They brought all these guys in to make sure they were at this point that they're at right now. So props to their GM, props to them, props to the organization. They did exactly what they wanted to do. Um, I I believe right now the Rams are the favorite. And they should be because of the home team. Yeah. They got a lot of weapons and all that stuff. But I'm gonna tell you right now, they're the ones that's gonna be playing tight. You know, yeah. they have everything to lose, and Cincinnati has nothing to lose. They're not supposed to win. They're not supposed to be here.
0: That's true. And they're,
1: and they're young, and they don't know any better. They don't know any better. They don't know that they're supposed to lose. They don't know that they're they're supposed to be the underdogs. They don't know any of that stuff. They're 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 like we even play. You got Mixon, you got uh, Chase, you got Burroughs on there. Them dudes don't care. They just like yeah. we 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 happy to be here. Let's make let's go make the most of the situation. So, I, I think I hope it's turned out to be a very very good game. Yeah. Um. But I think, you know, Rams have put everything in it. You know, they they, they bought this team to be there.
0: And they Cincinnati's play in and, and that stadium that they didn't bought and that they're gonna play in. You know, yeah, that, that's multi million dollar stadium. Yeah, is to be up in everything, there. Too, everything. So. Every,
1: every they, they didn't paid everything to get to this point. The Rams have. They've been the whole house, the kitchen sink, and everything to get to this point. <laughs> the, the the Bengals have built themselves up to this point. They've been through the draft. They've been through the things. They've, they've kind of really just developed themselves to get to this point right now. And I don't think that's going to stop. I'll say it right here, right now. I think Cincinnati. I mean, I'm in L.A. I'm not going to get shot or whatever. Mm-hmm, like, yeah, shot don't it, don't walk outside. No go to, I'm, go to I'm go bonds bigger. tonight. No, I think I'm going to be rooting for Cincinnati, man. I really am. I just like what they're doing, the, the, the culture they're doing. But, I mean, if the Rams win, I wouldn't be disappointed. Like, I'm mean, be like, yo, I hate the Rams. But if yeah. I have to pick a team, I'm kind of going to be rooting for Cincinnati a little bit. I think I like what they're doing. I like that they, they, they built their team organically, as you can say, within yeah. within within football, more so than buying all these these high-level free agencies, free agents yeah. guys to get them there, and now now they're there. So. We're going to see what happens, man. Sunday at the to Tale, you know, the <laughs> halftime show everybody's looking forward to, yeah. of course. That's like, that's like the biggest thing, man. And I think that's indicative, like you said, Joe Burrow, going back to the same thing. We're, it's going hip-hop now. Like, when's, the, when's the first time that the halftime show has been completely all hip-hop? And Mary J. Blige, you could say she's kind of hip-hop, you know, hip-hop queen or yeah. hip-hop soul. But I mean, the whole halftime show will be hip-hop. Now, I know for a fact. If they just play one song, it'll be better than what it was last year with that See, weekend. See,
0: there, there you go, right? See, there you go. Why, why you bring up old news, messing with the weekend?
1: Hey, right man, there. because, because they, the, the NFL got an epic fumble on that one. So this got to be better no matter what they do. Uh, uh, uh You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm looking forward to the event, man. I'm not looking forward to all that traffic and all those people being in, in down in Southern California. But, I mean, it should be great for the city and great for the economy out there. Yeah. Give them a big boost, a big, a big shot at, a shot in the arm. Um, especially when they've been dealing with all the the COVID stuff and all that all that that.
0: That's true. That's true. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you my prediction, but let let me give some shots out to Bishop Oliver here. I appreciate you for jumping in, sir. Yeah, you you were with me earlier today. Look, I'm a, I'm all over these streets, right? Uh, I'm a, I'm out here creating content, trying to keep it moving. Uh, Sister Hicks, I see you in the building too. I know you just got off work, but look, go go and sit down, and get you something to drink, and, and and relax. Me and me and Montel gonna chop it up here. Uh social impact story is where we typically like to start with. So let let's piggyback off of what we've already been talking about with what's going on in the LA area, preparing for this game. We 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 it's the ugly truth and it has yeah. to be dealt with. And the probably the way that things are being dealt with is not as appropriate as they probably could be done with. We know there's a uh-huh. homes problem all over the, all over the globe. Right. And especially over by SoFi Stadium. Look, Again, I said I was I was there last weekend. A lot of a lot of camps down there, a lot lot of folks down on their luck or whatever the case may be. But the city, the county, the state apparently is (laughs) making this incredibly large effort to sweep the homeless under the rug for this weekend coming up. So. TV doesn't see it, so people coming in, spending all this money down in LA, don't see it. They're there. You you can't sweep them completely under the rug. So this this is a huge story here that needs to be dealt with. And I'm glad that a lot of news agencies are are talking about this, right? The hypocrisy of California about sweeping the homeless under the rug just so no one sees them during the game. What 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 are your thoughts on this, man? Because again, you're you're literally right
1: down there. You're you're close to doing it yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I wish they would bring awareness more so than, than try to cover it up, you know, bring awareness of what the situations are going on, um, be able to raise money, raise money and be able to have placement things for them. I understand this is an event and they want to make sure to highlight the city in the best possible manner. But, you know, scooping them up, tearing down their camps, taking everything they have that they have that they feel that is worth their life keeping, you know, to do that, just to make sure this event takes place or this that they, they put on this facade about this event or the city it's kind of, you know, it's kind of, it's just, it's, it's disheartening. You know, these people are down on their luck. You know, you know, we already, we we went over, you know, mental health issues. They're down on their luck. A lot of vet veterans are, you know, ex veterans and those things and people just, just with with addiction problems and all that stuff are all in this this bucket of situation. Um, And now you want to just go in there and mass sweep them up. Like I said, you're taking away some of the, the one things that they have that they feel are precious in life, the things they keep, but the things they use every day, which would be carts, shelter, you know, portable shelters and things like that, tents and all that stuff. And you're just going to scoop all this stuff away and just kind of move them somewhere else. for the meantime, until this game is over, Um, I, I just wish the city would have planned a lot better. They planned for this event. They planned for a stadium. They, well, they knew planned for coming. everything coming up. Yeah, yeah, they knew it was coming. So why did not you plan for this incident saying we need to put things intact? Or things that place so when we get when we get closer and closer, we we can be able to move them in a situation that's that's best for everybody. Or place them in a situation that's best for everybody, not just you know take everything away. I mean, it's sad, man. I know I know you don't have it, but today on the local news they showed where they just moved in and you know they just took over a a, a camp. You know they just tore down their stuff, got rid of their stuff, bought a bulldozer over there to shove all this stuff that they felt was trash away, and now these people got to start all over. You know what? You gotta think. You with your hands, what can you keep? Mm. You know, you 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 basically, what can you keep? Yeah. Try to keep maybe your, whatever you have for shelter, supervise, and whatever things you have worth money. But at the end of the day, you know they're telling you we're tearing all the your belongings up, tossing them in the trash, and now you got to move and go somewhere. Um, I just think it could have been better planned. I think that's an epic fail for for the city of Los Angeles and the mayor of Inglewood as well as Los Angeles. They should have right. been well prepared to be able to deal with the situation instead of. Being in a reactive mode and doing it the way they're
0: doing it now, yeah. I mean, it's. I, I got a feeling it's going to backfire, right? I, again, I, I think folks are going to end up mounting up, right, and 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 gathering together, and in in the heat of the activities, pre-game, during game, whatever the case may be. You know, I mean, Super Bowl weekend. I, look, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning. I, I just. I I don't know. Right. You, you kick me out of. Yeah. Yeah. I may not have a physical address. One, two, three Maple Street or whatever the case may be. But, you know, where I reside with my community, maybe on this block. But and you try to move us out with force and don't provide me no logical place to go. I would come back Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning and just just be back where I where I be. I, again, I, I could just see maybe droves. I could see another story in, in, of, of these folks, these displaced individuals coming back and, and saying, look, they they can't cover this up. Need to deal with this instead of trying to put a Band-Aid on the situation and, and do it uh, more, more effectively. There's so much we always talk about there's so much money in the state. Right. I mean, it's so huge and so big. It's the fourth largest income generator on the planet. Uh, there's been talk of dividing the state up into two because there's there's so much that there's got to be, and there had to be a better way to deal with this than wait until the 11th hour and saying, now we're going to kick yeah. you out because now it's the weekend.
1: I, I agree. I mean, I, I mean, listen, we were just talking about the, the, the halftime show. I'm sure that costs us millions of dollars to put that halftime show together. Yeah. I'd rather for you to pay a hundred thousand dollars to an artist artist's coming, the coming that we really don't know about to put on the show and spend the other couple of million dollars on the homeless. I mean, at some point, they have to address that situation. And obviously, you got to throw dollars at it at some point. Um, Now, whether they said the NFL can help throw some dollars at it, whether the city just threw dollars at it, whatever, but throw some dollars at this thing to to get it fixed. You know, not just cover, like you said, not just band it, but get it fixed. Let's move these people somewhere where they can be comfortable for a little bit. Let's not just move their whole encampment. Let's get them somewhere where they can be. You know, they can get the, the, the things they need. They, they can, If they're addicted to something, get them in the hospitals, get them the treatment they need. If there's mental health, have somebody that could be there to evaluate them. You know, take them somewhere where it could be where they can, you know, get some real use at it. And they can stay those couple of days and maybe that's what the cave thing will be. You know, take them out of that environment. Let them pack them their stuff up. Let's move them over here. And now, hey, let's get you the help you need. There's room in L.A. I mean, L.A. is a big city. You, right. you know, you go from Compton to Long Beach to Inglewood to South Central to Beverly Hills. LA's got so many sections. It's such a big community. There's so many places you could take you could take them. But I think if you said, you know what, let's take, let's just kind of slowly move these people out and get them out, And then they could have taken charge of it. But again, like you said, the mighty dollar speaks. They want to make sure their city doesn't look a certain way. They wanna, they're trying to impress whoever they want to impress. These people coming in and spending the dollars. I get it. I understand it. But you have a problem that you have to eradicate or you have to kind of fix, not just you got to fix it. So I don't think this is a fix. I don't know i don't know what's going to become the outcome of it I mean um obviously they have to do something um and i and i agree you have to do something but yeah I just you don't got to
0: do something you can you got to make it yeah, as, yeah. as safe yeah. as possible and, and you, you know you want to yeah. s- clean up and sweep up or whatever the case may be but you know it's this may backfire this may backfire and I don't know the,
1: it. i don't know if a backfire i think it's too much money for it to backfire mm. I just i just wish they would you know just instead of band-aiding it up and then the day after the Super Bowl it goes back to being the same. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't keep that place clean. You don't mind them moving back in the area. None of those people got help. It's kind of back the same old, same old way that it was. Then I mean, what, what why are you having the Super Bowl there and infusing all this money into the community mm-hmm. if you're not going to mm-hmm. fix it? You know what I mean? That doesn't yeah. make that. That's kind of it's an oxymoron. Like you're going to get all this money. You know, you're getting the, the city city LA is going to get millions and millions of maybe oh, even a billion dollars.
0: Think, think of the Kanye concert. Think of the Kanye concert yeah, we yeah, were yeah, talking yeah. about a couple of weeks ago, right?
1: Yeah. yeah from this one event and you in in the money's supposed to go back to the city to help yeah. you know the taxes for the hotels the taxes for the food all that's supposed to go like to the local environment to help i hope this helps them fix that problem not just get rid of it but fix it um if that's what the money goes to and that's part of the budget that kind of allows for that then I'm all for it but if it just goes back to being the same old thing you know the mayor gets his money to keep the city mm-hmm. everybody you know just kind of gives a few a few a few little you know, things to paint you know, fix a few streets. Then that's not enough. I think yeah. they need to be able to do a little bit more with this money, and also let the people of LA and people in England be privy to see where that money is going to be allocated in and make sure it gets executed the way it's supposed to get executed. I, you know, people just yeah, people just think it's an event, and the event after the event is kind of all over. But there's so much going to be infused with this money. Like, I want to know where it's going. Like, where is it going to go? You know, obviously got to pay, you know, the SoFi and those people. But after that, that money just left over. Where does it go? Well, how does it help our community? Because if it doesn't help our community, then why are we even having an event here? Go, be yeah, it, go do it in Vegas and have a good day.
0: Yep, exactly. So we we, we will see. Uh, I like what uh, my you know, mom's saying. There's some smart homeless out there and and they're going to show their smartness on game day. Who, who, who knows? We will see what will happen. Uh, ho- hopefully it works out for the better. Uh, hopefully, like like you say, you correct me and that it doesn't backfire. Ho- hopefully there'll be some... some Positive momentum that comes out of this as well, man. Because we don't, we, we don't want anybody out there on these streets, and we know some folks are there for whatever particular reason. But you know, let, let's give them some help. And there's been, like you said, there's too much cash floating around that area to, to not help your brother and help your sister. So yeah.
1: and, um, and not care, you know, you know, and not yeah, exactly. Care. That's what yeah, that, those those that, that 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 can't be the excuse. You got to care. Yeah. You have to care because. Regardless, these people are part of your community. So I'm saying take a piece of that chunk of that money, put it to where it's supposed to be and help those people out. And then and, and make sure it gets executed. As we know, they'll of money somewhere, but then it gets disappeared somewhere on a shuffle. It shouldn't it shouldn't get disappeared in a the shuffle. They should be allowed it. It should be a something that's visible to those people in that community mm-hmm. and make sure it gets allotted to those to the to whatever the situation or solution may be. It gets allotted there. And I can't I I keep saying the same thing over and over again because we know dollars just disappear. They just disappear when it comes to these events. You know, just like the lotto. We always thought the lotto was going back to the schools. All of a sudden, lotteries. I don't know where that money goes. <laughs> for the super lottery, yeah. You know, so, you know, what I'm saying I, I hope it doesn't end up like one of those things like the, the mystery of the, the dollar just kind of mysteriously goes away. Yeah. And nothing got built or nothing got concerned in, in, in the city of uh, Eaglewood in LA.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's too many schools that still have portable buildings out there instead of having. But yeah, that's yeah, that's, a, that's another show for another. We we could get into that too. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. right?
1: Yes. For the kids and all that stuff. Yeah, you need yeah. to be something. something come on, man. Something how, how come of these
0: schools don't have arts and sports and and man? See, okay, wood shop and metal shop. But we'll we'll get into that. Oh my gosh, Rich vibes. I see you talking about you know you guessed that we discussed the big talking point already. Well, what, what you talking about, man? You, you talking? We we talked about the. The championship games, the divisional championship games, talked about the Super Bowl, talked about our, our predictions. I'm going I'm to go with Cincinnati as well. I'm going to go with them Bengals because I always like the underdog. Rich probably talking about, he probably talking about Mr. Brady. That's what, that's what he talking oh. about.
1: You that, know that's the next. That's the next. Uh, that's the next subject. But
0: yeah, we, we, yeah, you, we can discuss Mr. You know, Brady. Fo- football is, is probably eighty percent of today's conversation, right? We af- after mm-hmm. after Brady, we'll talk about some coaches too. So that's, that's probably what Mr. Vibes is talking about. Um, yeah, the goat said he's uh, he. He's finally said not, <laughs> not the internet, not uh, not not Tampa Bay news media, not uh, not his daddy. Cause it is that even said y'all hold off cause Tom got to say it himself, but Tom Brady is going to step down 22 years, arguably the greatest person to do what he does at his position. He's got more rings than anybody else playing. Uh, I think ever will, right? Just, just the, yep. the, the, the how difficult it is to get seven championships uh, yeah, yeah, it's only with with two teams, but still, t- t- to get to the game, <laughs> and uh-huh. then to win the game, and then him being so clutch and being so renowned and remembered for them two minute drives, those thirty second drives, right, and and those game winning drives. Tell me your your thoughts on, on Brady finally coming out th- this morning and saying he's he's gonna hang up the cleats and he's gonna spend time with his family because he think he's given the game everything that he can give it.
1: I think he epitomized a whole era of football.
0: And yeah. what I mean by
1: that is that that era of football where all those quarterbacks were at, they're all gone now. Started with, you know, the Drew Brees, the Eli Manning, the Phillip Rivers, uh, Big Ben, um, Pey- Peyton Manning. And now, we now you know, Tom Brady is now, he's decided to hang them up as well. Those whole generation of those guys, all those guys are great quarterbacks. I believe all of them won a the Super Bowl except for Phillip Rivers. Um, which it says something astonishing for for that era of quarterbacks that kind of came in, and Brady was the best to ever do it. You know, seven championship rings. I'm sure if he stayed another one, he'd be competing for another eighth one if he came back again. He's leaving the game at, at a super super high level of uh, being competitive. Um, and you know, it's okay to call him the goat. I think he's the best player to ever lace him up. Um, in football, he's our. our you know, there's no argument. People say Joe Montana. People have a legitimate argument there, but. Joe Montana couldn't do it seven times. Yeah, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know Jerry Rice couldn't do it seven times. You know, no, 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 no walking player has done it seven times, and I and has did it in the fashion that Tom Brady is doing. Yeah, you know, me, I would probably, you know, I got other guys that I would rate as all around the greatest player, but it's going to be very hard to argue Tom Tom Brady's numbers. You know, of mm-hmm. not being the greatest quarterback to ever be, and maybe the greatest football player to ever lace him up. So. Kudos to him. I'm glad he's stepping away at a high level. We didn't see him get beat up or a horrific injury or anything like that. It's time you know he wants to be with his family, be with his wife, um, and he's like he said he's done everything he could possibly do with football. There's nothing. I mean, there's no other accomplishment he can do except one another championship. And right now, I think it's like you know it's time for him to step back and relax with the family and just enjoy. Yeah. So it's, you know, salute to the man. Salute to the man to get, You know, he's done. He's done so much for football. You know, the NFL should still be cutting him a check regardless.
0: Yeah, he, he, he should definitely be. What's is uh, it, Bobby Bonilla? He should be getting kind of that Bobby Bonilla, you know, that, that yearly <laughs> million dollars for what he. I mean, you think about it, he was picked 199th in the draft. Uh-huh. He, he didn't get picked where he wanted to go play. He got picked 199th. The, the, yeah, in, in the combine, the man couldn't run. But he and he 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 can could, could still barely pick him up. He got them big feet, but but
1: yeah. you know what's crazy? what's crazy? What's crazy? What I I watched a special on him today. I yeah. happened to catch a special when I was eating lunch. He didn't even know where New England was.
0: That's crazy. When he
1: got drafted, <laughs> like he didn't even know it was outside. It was Boston. He didn't know anything. He was like, I don't even know where New England is. You know, physically, I don't know where I'm going, where I'm at. And they end up to see to show what he's done.
0: Yeah,
1: there in New England, and where he's in the Tampa Bay. It's kind of crazy to see. You know, to be in that situation where he was. I mean, obviously, um, he took advantage of the scenario situation he was in. Yeah, um, he wasn't like you said. He wasn't picked to be the, the guy to take over. He was basically drafted to be a backup dude, maybe, maybe be in the lead a couple of years. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, Drew Bledsoe got hurt. He comes in, saves the day.
0: Brady was Rocks
1: ready. It. Brady gets hurt in the championship game. Drew Brees helps him in the playoffs. And then for some divine wisdom, you know, Belichick says, no, Brady started the Super Bowl. And it's, that the rest is history.
0: That's true. At that point. Yeah. Hey, kids, who are out there? All, all y'all out there that, that are that are lacing them up, just be ready, because you never know when when opportunity comes. Because next thing you know, you could be that that next one out there. You you could be up next and ready. Yeah, Took advantage yeah. of that, right? He studied. He he's diligent in preparation, diligent in taking care of his mm-hmm. body, taking care of his mind, and and being locked in. But you you gotta you gotta think too. Just and and I've seen some stories about him too, right? Just the fact that for twenty two years for that period of time, 18 weeks, whatever the case may be of just football and being so removed from, again, family, friends, things outside mm-hmm. of the game, that's, that's gotta be wearing on the psyche as well. And and now wh- yeah, what's yeah. he going to do? So I, I see, I see the Manning brothers, right? I mean, they they can step back and they, they can do a funny little podcast and do play by play, but, but Brady I think he's just cut a little different. I I don't know what he's, unless he unless he's gonna go out and buy somebody, buy a team.
1: I think well, well, from what I understand, Brady's really big in uh, real estate investment. I think that's probably where he'll take his next venture that in the business. Um, a lot of his, a lot of his, I guess they were saying his good friends or people he he's outside his outside circle are really all into real estate investment and all those things. I think he, I think he just steps away from the game. Uh, you know, he doesn't really need to come and be an analyst. I don't think he really yeah. needs to be around the fellas and all that stuff like you know before. You also got to understand, man, that Psyche, of a football player has been playing for that long. You got to think, since he's probably been the age, of, let's say the age of 10 playing Pop Warner, all the way to the age he's been now, he's used to, when it gets to August to December, he's playing football. Mm-hmm. He's with the fellas in the locker room. He's with the coaches doing their thing. He's on the road bouncing back and forth. He's not used to being that homebody husband. Right. Or counterpart, he's, he's just not used to it. He, he, you know, I think this is the next chapter. that says, you know what, it's time to, you know, close the chapter of that door and now start this chapter. Whether he gets into doing film, TV, or whatnot, I could see him maybe dabbing in it, maybe so. And then I could also see him saying, you know what, i completely walked away from the game. I don't, I don't. I think I made enough money. My yeah. wife makes more than enough yeah,
0: money. Yeah, She makes more uh, than he does. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah,
1: and we we it got more chance. than enough money, yeah, to do anything. So for those months that I'm usually going to wait with the fellas, I'm I'm going to go on tour the world or do whatever we're going to go do man. to go have a good, you know, to have a good time and kind of, you know, it, it takes, a, you know, I don't know if anyone's there there is athletes, but I know when you stop playing in a, a sport where you know it's over, over, man, you go through a depression. I mean, like, I know yeah. I did. I went through a depression, uh, You go through a kind of a psyche kind of thing, like, man, I'm not able to play anymore, compete at that level anymore, do those things anymore. So I don't know if he's going to go through that. I'm sure he will a little bit. Um, But, I mean, he has enough things to occupy himself. I think the only person I've seen transition without that was Kobe. Kobe, I mean, Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant. His transition was was pretty seamless, but I think most athletes kind of go through that. So I hope he doesn't do that. I hope he's found already what's going to occupy his time and do whatever. And I think he deserves to walk away. From the NFL and from football right now, oh, and yeah, just kind of yeah. just go yeah. be what, it, what go be whatever time wants to call. do whatever you it want to successful.
0: do. <laughs> you you bought your team from uh, what was it seventeen three and ended up tying the game, and a couple minutes late, all, no, all you needed was play, another.
1: Four, one play away from going to the Super Bowl. Again. I was going to say, again, he,
0: he was almost back in the game. So he he did what he did, and he did it uh, at the, his highest level. And I like what you said about uh, athletes and, and going through that stage as well. Because earlier today, I interviewed uh, Dana Lattery, who was a professional hockey player. And he talked exactly about that, right? When he stepped away from the game, he went through that period of darkness, had to deal with that, had to reevaluate himself, self-assessment and put himself around people who cared about him. Because when you're in the game, you got your people. And we've talked about this before, right? You mm-hmm. think, think about it. If he needed a doctor's appointment or something, he picked up the phone, call someone, boom, he can go get that MRI in a minute. Now he he's common folk. Takes a little bit more time to, to go and, and do those types of common, regular, ordinary types of things. Have it, have a dentist appointment, go to the grocery store, uh, all of mm-hmm. that. So going through that can be a, a huge mental, shift for for anyone who's been in the limelight and again someone like at a at a Brady level who again has had squads around him he's, he's had people around him doing whatever press and media and and handling administrative stuff about them now it's just him Giselle and and their kids kicking it in their house hey, I, but what, what's that gonna I be mean, like have, right well, get, when he reassimilates into yeah.
1: the home right yeah, we're not only talking about him, but, I mean, Big Ben as well, man. I mean, Big Ben, yeah. people don't want to get Big Ben as props. Big Ben is a Hall of Fame quarterback, Yeah, um, whether you want to, whether people want to believe it or not. He's going to go through the same thing as well. Yeah, He may not have played the, the highest or, or has all the accolades that Tom Brady has, but Big Ben did it for 18, 19, 20 years as well and did it well, did it very yeah. well. I mean, let's compare two years ago where he was at where or a year ago where everybody was like, he should be out the lead, he's he's horrible, mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. he, re, he re-dialed in, and he had a great year this year. He had a year, his year was better than, more than half the quarterbacks that's in the NFL.
0: That's true, that's true. You know,
1: that's true. For him to be in, for him to hang it up. So I think people need to understand, man, it's, it, we always talk about mental health, but we've discussed mental health. They're, even though they're superstars and they have money, them and their families and their spouses are gonna have to go through a mental health adjustment because yeah. for the last 20 years, they haven't been the traditional what we think as you know, husband and wife come home and do everything. You know, he's on the road. They deal with they deal with things completely different, and now they have to deal with that. So, I mean, it, it'll be an adjustment for them. But I mean, I think both of them will be able to get over it. Obviously, let's, <laughs> no, not, no let's, not, let's not let's not yeah, let's not trip. Money does make things a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> he, you
0: know, he, you he may, may not know where, to to where the milk goes in the like in the refrigerator, the, in, in the refrigerator yes. right? He may not know if it go on the top shelf or the bottom shelf, but. You know, with yeah, all the ca- it, all the cash flow coming in, there's gonna be some milk in the refrigerator. Yeah, so it, <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. So oh, that man. that'll help with the situation. But I was well, I was bought those cats, man. They done yeah. so much for the game of football, and they done so much for the community. I know Tom Brady does a lot in the community, not only in Boston where he was at. I think he does some things in the in Tampa Bay, but I know for a fact he does some things in the Bay Area. He goes to the Bay Area. He does some yep. things every year out there. Mm-hmm. So. Those guys give a give a lot back. Um, and whether it's just time or money, I'm not quite sure what you or know, both. You know, kudos to those guys being able to do that. I hope they continue that kind of work. Um and, and, and show us face that way. But I mean, man, salute to both of those guys, man. I hope I hope they you know, this the second part of their life their life, man, is just as just as successful as the first part. So Definitely. kudos to those cats.
0: Definitely, man. I, I, I agree. A uh, lot of movement uh outside of just star players in the uh national football league we got coaches retiring as well we got payton you know Sean payton doing what he's doing we got folks leaving not by choice we got folks coming back maybe talk to, you know, let's let's talk about some of these some of these cats and and we'll do a kind of a rapid fire on this but um I, I keep refreshing Raiders, the screen. Uh, okay, You want to go down okay. the Raiders path? We, we can go down the Raiders. Path. I keep refreshing <laughs> no. the screen on this because I, I love me Michigan, and I'm just trying to see uh, if if Harbaugh is going. If he's given the opportunity, Raider, apparently he's going to come to he's going to come to Minnesota or go. To and I think Minnesota.
1: that's a great fit for him. I think mm-hmm. that's a perfect place for him to go. They got a lot of young talent there. Harbaugh known he can cultivate quarterbacks. Yeah. Even though they got an experienced quarterback there, I think he can revolutionize that offense. And I think he just has that temperament that will be able to fit in the NFL. Now, my my question is why all of a sudden he's leaving Michigan? You know, they're talking about him taking an NFL job, but why is he leaving the, the job that was supposed to be the job that he wanted for all of his life? Yes, yeah. You know, now you know you made it to the playoffs, you got over the hump, you beat Ohio State, and now all of a sudden you're saying you're going to leave. Um, I would just question that part a little bit on him, but otherwise. We're just talking about him becoming an NFL head coach. He's more than he's more than earned the right to be a head coach. He's going to be perfectly fine with the Vikings. I think he can help turn that program around.
0: Look, he, he took the, the the Niners to the game, right? He he knows how to win, and and you're right, right? He <laughs> finally got over over that hump uh, on the college side and and got his squad to where they needed. They beat uh, one of the juggernauts. I mean, they haven't haven't uh, toppled Alabama yet, but I mean Ohio State. That's that's no joke, right? Toppling them and. <laughs> Why would he leave while he's on top? Is is it money? I, I don't know because the Harbaugh family, they, they got it. The pockets are deep. They got right? some coin. They, they, they're not hurt
1: for money. It's not money. So, I think for him, man, I think I think for him, it's just he wants to go on the next journey. You know, he's kind of a quirky kind of guy, not in yeah. a bad way. But his challenges that challenges him are kind of different than the most people. You know, he went from the he went from, remember, when he left the 49ers, he was still a hot commodity for the NFL. Yep. Miami wanted him. Other teams wanted him. He was like, "Nah, I think I'm gonna go back to my college and kind of, you know, re- rejuvenate myself, my juices." And when he went to Michigan, took on the Michigan job. Did really now he's got over that over the last couple of years, four or five years. Now he's got them over the hump. Now he's like, "I'm ready to take my talents back to the NFL and build that." And I think he got to see the the, the things he likes about both and the things he doesn't like about both. Yeah. Remember in remember in college, you, you're losing them every four years. They're gone after their four years. NFL, you can secure guys and you can build with them and you can do certain things with them. And I think he likes the idea of, of turning, you know, things that people didn't like into something, you know, just like he did with with, with uh, Kaepernick, you know, a guy that no one wanted, no one drafted. Bring him in here and he is becoming, you know, a, a, basically he changed the way the quarterback position is being played True. or one of the guys that helped change the quarter position playing and put him in a situation to be be a, be a good quarterback. I think Harbaugh's kind of that guy kind of like, you know, I want to take on the next challenge. Minnesota is an ideal place. I'm going to, I'm going to retire somewhere in that great Northwest somewhere in that area. Why not take this job on? Let me see if I can turn it around be in the NFL again. And then if it doesn't work, I, I can either go back down to college again, or I could call it quits. So I think this is probably one of his last who rises at the NFL. If he wants to be successful and I wish him all the best of luck. I think yeah. he's a very good coach.
0: Yeah. I, I think he'll be successful wherever he goes. I think he'll definitely be more successful than someone like a, even like a Kiffin, someone like, mm-hmm. um, um, well, definitely better than Urban. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Jaguars <laughs> here in a minute, too. But uh, I mean, so who, who's going to take his spot, though? Right. Who,
1: who out that's, there? See, that, that's the part I um, don't know, because that's a high profile job. Like, yeah.
0: not, not think, everyone can do that. Um, not, not even Chip, I'm thinking I was thinking Chip Kelly. Right. You know, out there at UCLA and he He's, he's done. Yeah, okay. yeah. He hasn't done great for for the squad. But, you know, who's going to take in, in, and play in, in, in the big den?
1: Michigan is one of the top five programs in college football. For one, two, we got to think tomorrow's signing day. Whether you, whether people, will, I don't know if they realize that tomorrow official college football. Football. So h- how does that impact Michigan's recruiting classes coming in this year? I don't know if it does or if it doesn't, but that's that part of that that part of the, is part of the equation as well. Now, if, if Harbaugh decides to jump to the NFL, I think they're going to probably hire internally a coach that's already there. Because then it doesn't change the, the platform, but we both know Michigan's always had a high-profile coach. Yes. Um, whose name is going to be in there? Dabo Sweeney Ooh. might take it. He may go from Clemson in there. He always says he has no interest in that, but money talks. Um, Michigan could write a really big check. Yes, your alumni could write a really big check, more so than others. Um, more than Clemson, I think he would be a guy that may take may take over there. Um, other names being mentioned around, you know, obviously at the from Nick Saban. Any one of those guys could probably get a get a shot at the job um, to be there. It just depends on who they want to be able to fit. I like the coach from Northwestern, and I wouldn't doubt if that Cincinnati coach, that's the current coach of Cincinnati, jumps a few states over and goes over to Michigan with the job he's done over in Cincinnati. Crazy. So I, it's gonna depend on what how fat that check Michigan is gone, right? Um, to whoever they want to go get. But of course, Harbaugh has to get a job first. Um and but but tomorrow you know we're going to see we're going to see how things kind of lay out tomorrow this Sunday day. first so it, first it day tomorrow
0: morning twitter going to be blowing up and it's going to the trending topic is going to be Harbaugh <laughs> and michigan and and it's going to be who knows you're going to keep both jobs <laughs> he just keep crazy day, man. it's going to be
1: crazy with that
0: man one. all right so that that's the big one we going we going to watch that and uh yeah like like Quint was saying you know that just trying to figure out who that is going to be but Bouncing back and forth a little bit here. So college, NFL. We got coaches that are being fired for I don't I don't know whatever reason. You know we got Brian Flores out there in Miami, and he mad for thankfully so
1: that that might be the that might that's the second dumbest firing I've heard. of. The one for the Raiders is the dumbest, and we'll talk about that one. Yep. But Brian Flores is the second dumbest firing of, 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 of NFL coaches. And, I thought and.
0: Hopefully he gets some money because so he Brian Flores, you know, fired from uh, from the from the Dolphins. He's suing the NFL and he's suing three teams. And I, I don't know what the other th- other two teams are, but I know he's suing. All, Giants the are one of
1: them. Giants is um, one. Yeah. Uh,
0: but but again, for racism in hiring practices, that's that that's his claim. And it, it should be suing for just stupidity for for letting him go. That, that that should be the, the line item in the litigation suit right there for, for letting them go, to be honest with you. Uh, but we're starting to see a little bit of diversity in in offers and, and potential offers. I'll say that, right? You know, Leftwich sure. out there, Jacksonville, he he could be the, the man with the headset on, you know, if, if uh, uh, Balky can get out of the way. You know, Trent Balky has his guy that he wants to bring in, uh, Fangio, Vic Fangio, I believe, who it was, but... This would be a great move for uh, Ryan Byron Leftwich because he was a QB out there, right? So he he yeah. knows the, he, city. the- he, he, he knows the environment. He he's played for the squad. Put him at the at uh-huh. the helm, and and coming from Tampa Bay, right? He he's played with the greatest. He he knows
1: the game. He knows all these aspects of but, it. But 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 I think you missed the, the key point. He is definitely qualified for the job. Yes, he's not he's not like a run of the mill coach it's just kind of been out there, and his name should be thrown out there. He is absolutely qualified yes. for the job. He's won. He's been in the Super Bowl twice as an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, he was a coordinator. I forgot where he was at, but he did great there. He knows the offense. He knows how to build a team. He understands the and you know, out on how to develop a team. Being a quarterback coach and whatnot, like, he is definitely qualified. The yeah. only other brother that I think is more qualified than him that's an OC is Eric Bannerman. That's yeah. the only one that's just that, that's, that might be a little bit more qualified than him, but Byron Lefkowitz has history with the Jackson Jagger why yes. they drafted him. He That's took him right the there. Look at him. <laughs> Number seven, right yeah, there. So so I don't I don't see why there's the hiccup in hiring him. Except for the GM wants to bring somebody else in, but it doesn't make sense. If, it would make sense if he wasn't qualified, but he's a qualified guy. Yeah. You know, and he, he can change you know, obviously he has championship pedigree coaching because he's been doing it and he's, you know, he's winning championships, he's being in the championship team. So the guy that they want to bring in, I don't, I never even heard of him. I don't know where he came from. I don't even know the Fangio, other guy. He, he he's over in Denver.
0: About. Yeah, he's over at the Broncos. But Fangio, I mean, again, really? when, when you stack them up and you look at the X's and O's and the pluses and minuses, yeah, wins yeah. and loses, uh, Byron wins. Byron wins.
1: Byron wins. So why would you not take Byron who wants the job instead yeah. of taking this guy because he's your friend? That's yeah. see, that's the part of the NFL and it sucks it's the nepotism. Mm. You mm-hmm. know, they keep that close boy mm-hmm. circle. and, and it, it's the nepotism between the GMs and who they want to bring and who they don't want to bring in. I think that's kind of what happened to Brian Flores as well. Nepotism got the best. He wasn't the favorite guy within the GM's office or the front office, so they let him go, even though he had three consecutive winning seasons with yeah. the Dolphins. Um, it, it's, man, it's that game they're playing you know, in that good old boys club, and they, can, they, they feel they can do what they want to do. Byron Lefkowitz is obviously the best and most qualified person for that Jacksonville job. And if they don't hire him, it's going to be another epic fail. I think just like they did with hiring Urban Meyer. I mean, you, you got it. You can't get it right, man. They, yeah. the jacked, they just can't get, it right. Can't get right. They <laughs> just can't get it right. They, <laughs> yeah, they want to get it right. So that's on them.
0: I, I would think honestly that the team, the squad would would respect Witch more if he came in and let let them right. Um, that, that, that it just seems to to resonate much 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 more than someone like uh, Big Panjo coming in and and trying to take over that already struggling struggling team. They're gonna get the first round draft pick again because they just they did yeah. so bad. And, and you need someone who's got history, who knows again the 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 environment, who knows the fan base, who can come in. I played that position, so I could I can talk to my ace my my. You know, number one QB out here, and we can resonate and we can, we can draw up game plans. I mean, that, that just, that makes sense. And, and again, like, like you're saying, he, he's overqualified, more than qualified. Yeah. You know, he, he can just, he can do the job. But like, like you say, you want, you want to bring in your buddy to, to try to fill his position. And that's not how you win. You can't always win with your friends, right? You got, you got to make the right, and this is a business, you got to make the right business decision. Yeah. And sometimes your partner is not the one uh, that, that you should be working with, but. We'll we'll see. Go ahead, man. You want to talk about them Raiders, man? I I'm upset. They're not even my squad. I'm just upset. I don't make no sense,
1: man. There's no re- reason stupid. why that coach, their head coach, should have been let go in order for Josh McDaniels. You know, don't get me wrong. Josh McDaniels is a very accomplished coordinator. Um, I know they brought they're bringing the GM for New England. I think that's going to change something in the Raider culture. The coach that they had in place, you got. I don't think people understand the adversity that he had to go through in order to get them to the playoffs. And he got everyone's respect in that locker room. He's got the attention of everybody that's going there. And he was successful. Latino, you know, Latin, Latin brother that, that, that got the job that was doing it. And all of a sudden, they have it pulled away from him. I mean, I just think the Raiders, again, another epic fail. Just a, just a fail in, in, in what they're doing as far as trying to build that organization. Um, in Las Vegas, I think that was just, you know, Josh McDaniel has a name. Okay, good. Well. There was there was twenty other jobs. I mean, there was up there was five other nine or six, seven of the jobs that were out there that Josh could have went for, um, and taking on this Raider this Raider situation. I think you already had the best man in place,
0: yeah.
1: And you and you and you let him go. So I, I believe that you know. Again, I don't think uh, what's the boy Al Davis' son? I don't think you know what he's doing, Mark, Yeah, he's Mark, already, don't,
0: Mark don't know what yeah. he's doing, man.
1: He don't he don't know what he's doing, man. He he, he hired Chucky. Thought oh, Chucky, he got to it to a ridiculous contract. <laughs> Thought that was going to work. Obviously, that didn't work.
0: Yeah, how'd that then, work then, out for then, y'all?
1: Then, then you, then all the other situations with rug situation going on, all those other surrounding off-the-field issues that they had, and this dude comes in there, he not only settles, settles, calms the storm, but he gets some guys playing at a super high level, getting it right, gets them to the playoffs, has some success in the playoffs, and then you're gonna be like, ah, oh, you're not the right guy for the job. Yeah, if he ain't on, the right man. guy for the job, I don't know
0: who is. Nobody is, right? He he got you winning. He got you in 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 the second half of the season, right? He got you to the playoffs <laughs> after a long time, and you, and you look decent. You're right. I mean, Carr was 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 clicking. It, it just seemed to work. And I I wonder if he stayed. Well, you know, he, I mean, jobs are hard to come by. I know we talk about them a, a lot, but those high profile. Organizational jobs are hard to come. I, I wonder if he if he rolls out and goes somewhere else. Maybe he goes to college, right? And, and as opposed um, to, I mean,
1: I think I think he has a, he has a stellar resume. I know that was his first time being a head coach. He's always been an assistant coach. Yeah. But I think just just to, just to show what he did um, and how he did it, man, I, I think it just speaks volumes to the, the, the man's character and his leadership skills and way to do things. Um, I don't know if, he, like you said, I don't know if there's another job out there for him. But obviously, if the Raiders felt felt you weren't good enough to do it under those circumstances and doing it, um, and then and then that good old boys in that good old boys circle, let's be let well, let let's just let's, let's wipe that part off of the slate. Yeah. He's good enough He's qualified to do a job. He proved himself. He already did True. that. True. Are they ready to have a Latino brother run their organization and be the face? That's the problem. Are they ready to have a, a Mexican American guy lead the just like a lot of organizations have a problem with blackface leading their organization as a coach and being the leadership of those men? I think. Some of them have a problem having a Mexican American doing the same exact thing, you know. So yeah,
0: that's, that's yeah, shame. it, it, that's shameful to be honest it, with you.
1: It started, it started, it, it, but it's. I mean, let's keep. There is no other reason in the yeah. world why he wasn't qualified to do that job. He proved it. It ain't like you said, hey, you know what? We're gonna take a chance on you and see if you can prove it, and let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. He got in the, the wor- He was. He got put in the worst case scenario of a football coach. We're out of the playoffs. We're playing bad ball. Our coaches got fired for racism, and there's all this kind of speculation on there. I lost my number one receiver. I got injuries up the yin yang. Turn, pardon my Turn chicken shit into chicken salad. and he did.
0: <laughs> got us into the playoffs, and we winning. We, you know, we we look decent out here. And then you the go. And then you go come back to
1: the end of the year. When I'm saying, okay, okay, the job should be mine. You know, I, I I've yeah. done everything I can do. I proved myself. What's what's going on? And you say, "Ah, now we're gonna go another
0: direction." Man, you are gonna bring in this dude from 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 the right side from from uh, from the East Coast uh, who who don't know?
1: And and like I said, don't get me wrong. Dan is a great, good coordinator. He he held it being a coach the first time. Yeah, I guess it's the second time around. But I'm saying, why would you change the identity you just you just got your identity as a team? That's
0: a good point. Yeah, the whole identity and the whole culture thing, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We got the culture identified. This guy, yeah. he's he's knows what's going on, and then you're gonna be like, ah, you know what? Yeah, you developed the iPhone, but you know what? We're gonna go with the guy that developed Samsung. We're gonna go with him. <laughs> we, we, Come on, we, man. Make, like,
0: make, make it plain for him, brother. Make make it plain for him. Yeah, don't it mind.
1: just don't, It doesn't make no sense, man. The only the only conclusion I can think, man, is a, it, I, I know we know for a fact there's racial issues in the NFL, and I think yeah. that's one more. I do believe that's just one more. I don't think they want a, a brown faced guy, Mexican American, leading their team in that aspect. It's okay to be an assistant coach, be behind the scenes, do all this other stuff, but to be in the forefront mm-hmm. and being that guy on the same stage as the Belichick's and the same stage is is Deshaun Page and you know you're the guy that's got to articulate it, and you're the guy that's leading, heading our thing, heading our team in that direction. I don't think they feel confident enough in doing that, that kind of face. Uh, call it what it is i don't you know they can say no it, i they, mean that that's reality no right sleep. yeah this team so no sleep we could put it out there like that that's so that's, that's what we do
0: right that comfortable conversation no one wants to talk about but that i mean that's the reality and and you you know that's you know that's out there you know that that's part of it i mean so i mean that that's unfortunate and uh, that, that couple of teams just made some bonehead moves so you know i mean the raiders and, and the dolphins uh i i don't know what's going on I, I don't know, man. So we'll see what happens, how how that all shapes up. Mr. Cox, we see you in the house, brother. Appreciate you for joining. Uh, yeah, man, Tuesday. Tuesday is, is when we get down here. Team No Sleep, Tuesday, 6.30pm Pacific Time. Uh, yeah, just uh, switching it up here for 2022. Um, that's, that's just what we're going to get into. Let me let me ask you about a couple other things, man. Uh, we talked about Football. We talked about we, we are no, we are we already touched on the on the uh, on the Hall of Fame on on baseball last time, right? I wanted I wanted to touch no, yeah. on that, but we we already went on to that, and I, I don't think I, I. I'm gonna touch on it real quick, then I'm going to go two other topics. Then let me know if you got something, but I, I don't think Bond is getting in. Mm, I, don't, gonna, I, I, don't, I, I saw a report, and and reason I say that I saw a report that there were some old teammates of his from the Giants. That were kind of scathing, right? To just, just talking negatively about about his character, talking negatively about him, and, and it, it may be haters, right? Again, I, I, I told my mom something like this similar the other day. If you you're not winning, unless you got some haters out there after you, right? So, I mean, I think that may be some of it as well, but. I, I'm actually concerned about that, you know, because you know you're a football guy. I, I'm I'm the baseball guy. I'm I'm the I'm the Pete Rose guy. I think he needs to get in. I, I think Bonds needs to get in just because I think he deserves it for what he did uh, out out there on 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 the diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I think it's gonna be it's a real you know it's already been his ten years right, and now he's gotta go he got to go through the alumni committee. I just and, and now hearing reports of players that played with him saying that he may not be the right person to go into, into Cooperstown. Gosh, man, that, that just, that rubs me a really uncomfortable way.
1: But again, man, I mean, is he judged on his merit or what he did on the, on, on the baseball field or is he judged because of his character or his, 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 his personality? Uh, let's, let's keep, let's keep okay. it. Okay. That's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. Look, yeah. Look, 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 yeah, look. yeah.
1: Michael Jordan, we just saw the documentary on Michael Jordan. Everybody in the world watched that documentary.
0: Yeah. So I want to Scottie
1: Mike. Pippen, Scottie Pippen hates Michael Jordan. Hates him. You're not going to have fanfare in your locker room to be when you're great. I, I, I've seen too many documentaries just saying all these great players. They weren't loved by their by their by their co-workers or their teammates. And they weren't loved by a lot of people in the media.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? But but that doesn't negate what he did on the baseball field. I, and I told – we had this argument last week. When the ball was juiced, let's call it the juice area or juice yeah. area, whatever <laughs> they want to call it. Dude, they did so much for baseball and the popularity of baseball.
0: Everybody was locked it's in.
1: unreal.
0: Yeah. yeah, we was locked in.
1: And now and now baseball's going to turn his head on it now. Those guys are no longer in here. But you weren't saying that when they were doing it. Let's, let's be perfectly clear. Now, I know the BALCO thing was the lotion. They said it was undetected and all that other whatever stuff. But somebody got detected all of a sudden. When those guys were hitting home runs, why weren't you testing them then? Why weren't you suspending them at that point in time? Why weren't you saying something at that particular time when it was actually happened and you could visibly see it? Why weren't you doing something then? But now, all of a sudden, the accolades is over or the juice balls kind of, the, the wear and tear and those guys are starting to retire and they're not bringing the money they made making. Or oh, they were juicing. You need to testify in front of the federal committee. You need to do this and you need to do that again. Bringing more publicity and more notoriety to baseball.
0: Yeah.
1: You know whether it was negative or in the, or ne- whether it was negative or positive, they brought so much notoriety of uh, 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 marketing and and, and and information about baseball no one even was caring about it at the time. I'm sorry, right now you can take that juice error. And you can take now and I take the juice era every time I'm going to watch baseball. And I don't watch baseball. I think baseball slow. But when they was playing, I watched baseball, man, because you didn't know when them dudes was going to be hitting home runs or when they was going to be breaking records. Now, you don't even it, it's not even it's why well, whatever. It happens Thirty-four home runs is a lot of home runs. And We're like, man, that's whack. Because we were there when it was hitting seventy
0: home runs. You know, you don't know nothing about so, hitting the ball four hundred twenty feet. You know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know, I know, I know it's hard. I know it's supposed to be physically physically impossible to hit two circle objects square. I know that's impossible. So it's a great thing that you do. Don't negate baseball objects. I think that there's, there's some great athletes like everybody else. But I'm saying to disregard that error baseball and not let those guys in the Hall of Fame is is sad, man. Because they did so much for baseball. Remember, baseball was kind of a dying breed for him. Me. Mean, no, I was I was. Watching Look,
0: it's, it's still conversation around baseball of how to speed up the game, right? You know, putting mm-hmm. pitchers on on a clock, on a thirty second clock when they get back to the mound. So there's still all those aspects, and you know, little seventh inning stretch, sure. all these I, things. I, I got know?
1: the answer, bro. I got the answer. I got the answer. What's that let them use Balco? Let them use Balco. are <laughs> 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 sure watching the game.
0: <laughs> let, let, let them use cork mats and everything, right? Oh my god! Hey, let
1: them use Batman. Dude. I mean, I'm uh, like I said, I'm not a big fan of baseball, but I'm 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 gonna keep it real, man. That Sosa, Ken Griffey Jr. I know he didn't take steroids, but Ken Griffey Jr., Barry Bonds, and Mark Aguirre, man, them that era, man, right there when they was hitting the ball, man. For those three or four years, man, baseball was probably one of the most exciting sports. Period. That's when everybody was like, "It's America's game is back," true. right? They were like, yeah, "It's back, true. it's back, it's back," and now. We're back in baseball. Baseball is the afterthought. We we were talking about it the other day. Baseball need to figure out a way to market themselves because yeah. they ain't
0: getting no love. And that's why I have such a hard, that's why I brought it up again. I have such a hard time with it because, man, I, I that was my life. Where I was I was the guy on the mound, right? And I just, you know, I, I grew up with and I just, to see the decline. And then, and now to see something like this going on with, with it, at least one of the, Class that should get in, Ortiz. Yeah, make makes sense. All right, he he went in. He he was less confrontational than, than some of the, some of the other folks. You know, uh, Schilling. You know, he, he he's chock full of crazy. Uh, a couple other yeah. folks. Uh, but you know, even Cox is saying, you know, I, I think it's better chance for Bonds to get in with today's committee, again being the the alumni committee as opposed to the, the writers. And again, the writers are, are folks who never laced them up, so they don't they don't even know. they they just sitting around with. Eating but, their popcorn but, but and but look, their peanuts, and never, never actually played the game. But, so. but,
1: look, but the alumni committee is is biased too. I think in, in 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 the instance that there are guys that played in that era that are probably jealous of what Barry Bonds and them were doing, mm. um, not favorable of what they did. They they tainted the game and all that stuff. Let's. I think people need to be real realistic with themselves. In every sport, some there's some form of doping done. Every yeah. professional sport. Yeah, that's true. Every, and, every and, and folks are
0: lying to themselves if they don't believe that. Yeah, that,
1: that's true. Yeah, yeah. If you're you're gonna lie to yourself, you don't think there's some type of doping, whether it be steroids, whether it be marijuana, whether it be cocaine, whether it be whatever these people are taking to get themselves that edge mm-hmm. in a professional sports. There's some form of doping in the sports. So to alienate this dude, but just because of that, he did it. Yeah, it was illegal. But I remember, everyone was doing it. It wasn't like, hey, I'm the only one doing it, and I got this huge advantage. No, the other three guys is batting seventy home runs with me is doing it too. The guys are pitching, you know, two hundred strikeouts a year. They're doing it too. Everyone's doing it. Now let's take the same. Okay, when we did it on that air in the field, what'd you do? I did something extraordinary. That no one will ever do again, ever. And you're gonna take away the saying that I'm not a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry, steroids don't make you see the eye and make you. It doesn't make you see the eye and make contact on the ball. That's something that he. That's him. Mm-hmm. And and we forget Barry Mons and Mark McGuire were good before they started taking steroids. Yeah, that that's true. Up. Hey, they were good. Before Barry then. Barry was good so in Pittsburgh
0: was, too. See, so yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you want to race that era where they said they took steroids and say, okay, right? <laughs> then they took steroids. Do we think they were Hall of Fame? Absolutely, yes. Bash Bridges in Oakland, yes. Roger McGrath was going to be a Hall of Famer. Sammy Sosa was going to be a Hall of Famer before then, and so was so was Barry Bonds. Yeah. So was Kurt Schilling. So was all those other guys. If you just just cut off that Roger Clemens, I mean the Rocket.
0: Yeah, I mean he was a bad man up there on the mound. Yeah, yeah. he should be in the Hall.
1: So you, so now you're going to, you're going that's your excuse. And then your excuse is He's a bad, he has a bad attitude. He wasn't a great teammate or he doesn't really the for the media. To me, then you're poking, you're poaching on why he shouldn't be in there and you look at you're nitpicking at every little thing that shouldn't. And I think it's going to be sad for people not to know the greatest baseball player of all time is not in baseball. And that's Barry Barnes.
0: Exactly right here. Right. Take Barry stats from when he was a rookie to 1998. He's hall of fame period um Quint has an interesting screwball is such a crazy story that said the battered bastards of baseball was also a good story and shows how baseball can ruin good things i'm gonna check that out man appreciate you for bringing that up i'm a is that on netflix hulu i mean how many subscriptions i gotta have man you know i'm, I'm trying to cut back on, on some of these subscriptions this year man if i can't get it off for of free you know, i'm a youtube guy now right if i can't find it on youtube i don't know if i'm gonna be checking it out uh I'm gonna end with two stories that I didn't even tell you about, and, and they're, they're actually feel good stories, two two of them. Um, but let, let me let me hit you, man. Uh, what, what what you got in the sports world or, or the social impact world around sports that, that you wanted to
1: talk about? Um, the only thing I want to talk about, man, is a young brother at the uh, high school game. I don't know if people hold, I don't know if it's a national story or just a local story, but here in LA, there was a young a young African American man playing basketball uh, in in a game was running out to the go, go to his team. And then the fans were starting to race the slur. And him. called a monkey, called him all kind of different things, talk about where you go to the zoo and all these other different things. Um, the media got hold of it. Obviously, it's a big story here. And there was a general, I said, so after all that, they dealt with the situation, the person that was dealing with the slurs. The school kind of reprimanded them, all that. But then after that, a couple of days later, it was four gentlemen from a thing that approached the young man and gave the young man a $20,000 scholarship and say, hey, we want to help you, support you, whatever you do. And we want to help just to fight social and in- social and racial injustice. Man, I thought that was the most feel good story that I've seen in a long time that this companies and stuff stepped up to kind of get this young man $20,000 for a scholarship and also to make sure they promoted the fight. They wanted to fight against racism and and, and, injusti- and racial injustices within the L.A. community. So I thought that was big.
0: That's awesome. I'm look. I'm looking for the for that story, and I I think I just found it right here. So yeah, high school play, basketball player who was yep. targeted, a uh, racial slurs during the game, gifted twenty grand for college. So that's that's uh, uh chain him up, chain him up. Where's your slave owner? Okay, so oh, this yeah, is actually yeah. why he's playing. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's why he's playing, man. It's crazy. So wow. You know,
0: Porto, from our
1: day, from our day, I would stop. I would stop. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm just telling you know because
0: we we have ended the game and you know that there'd have been <laughs> <some, laughs> there'd have been some some yeah, melee so, happening. To be honest with yeah, you, okay.
1: Yeah, the fact that this this brother he was able to ignore and continue the game, and those were the gentlemen. I forgot where they're from, uh, but they're from a company somewhere out here in LA, and they were able to really you know gift the brother twenty thousand for what he endured, and really they really were preaching. You know, like I said. You know, against racism and, and social and, and racial injustices, uh, and they would you know award this young man to be in you know, the further his career, this college career, man. And I thought that was just a really, really good feel goal, good story to end. It, you know, it started off bad, but it ended up really well in his favor and a really good thing.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I so I, I I always look at both sides, all sides of that, and, I, and and I and I worry honestly about the individuals who were. The ones making those statements in the stands and uh, what's going to come of them, right? I mean, th- this is definitely going to be negative for them, and, and they're going to
1: slap on the wrist, man. I mean, you you have something ahead, going no, to happen? Uh, nothing going again, and, and, and that's where I'm going, then. right?
0: Again, we 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 need to yeah. we need to do better. We as a society, we need to do better. First and foremost, again, back in the day, if, if you were up in the stands and you were cracking, acting a fool like that, somebody's grandmother or somebody's auntie should would have knocked you in the head for making crazy statements like that, and. Uh, but, but I'm going to be, I I I'm gonna be curious than, to dig into that, this though. story. What's that?
1: More than that. I mean, where does that come from? You know, that's a behavior that's endured and tolerated. I, to me, I'm going to say believe it at home. Yeah. You know, that's something that's believed that, that, that's, that's tolerated at home, that those comments and things saying things like that, those are things you just don't say out of the ordinary. Where's this chain and where's the slave master and all that stuff, unless that's tolerated at home. In my In my opinion, this is right. my opinion only. Um so, you know, we gotta do better as as a society to be able to, you know, find out the root of the problem and hopefully get it changed, you know, uh or, or make an impact. But I think what's gonna happen to this young man is you're gonna get suspended. He's probably gonna have to do what some some racial bias training, you know, the the BS video that make you watch. Yeah, yeah. Talk about some things like that and then move on move move on move on. Um, to me, you know, to me that's not enough personally. But then I also understand. I mean, what more? What more? The, the school's gonna say, "What more do you think you can do?" And it's not. I think it starts at home. What you can do at home. Yeah. So, you no, know, my son or my daughter was making those things. They gonna catch. You know, they gonna catch hell when they get home. Definitely for doing that. And,
0: and I don't that, think he's I gonna. Think okay. I, don't,
1: I don't know if he catches hell. Anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I think again, it's 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 an upbringing thing, and it's your your kids wouldn't even fathom something like doing that, right? Again, because you you've, you've trained them. Well, they they got the home train and they, they, they know what's right, the difference between right and wrong and know not to, to go to do that crazy boundary right there and do something like that. So, But where, again, is that is that parent? Where is both parents? Where is that support system, the the aunts and the uncles and the cousins and all folks around them and the friends? You, you know that there was a friend of the group of where we're saying that who was uncomfortable with it. Was doing it uh-huh. as well, and you know, again, people feel bad. Here, here's Quint saying, "You know, people only feel bad when they get caught. Unfortunately, yeah. it's often way too obvious when you hear the apology later, right? I mean, and that's it right there, right? I, I'm out here doing it. No, no one can hear me or see me. I'm doing it underneath my my breath, right? And I'm, I'm leaning down, but you know it's wrong. I'm, I'm you know, t- talking to the individuals that are out there and doing it. You know, and, right? and,
1: and, and, and I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it real. I don't. I don't. I'm never going to persecute a 17-year-old mm. for his actions because he doesn't know any better, right? He's, he's young. You just don't really know. You know better, but you don't know better. You yeah. think things are funny. You think things are stupid. You know, you, you're you laughing and you're doing all these things. But like you said, when you you know when you're crossing that line. Like, it's a one thing to make a joke. You know, we've all been around when people make a, a insensitive joke. It is what it is. Okay. Kind of laugh it off. But when they cross the line. Yeah. By saying, what well, you, you know, and, and continuing to do that, I think that's where the problem, because obviously you say those things to get a rise and get a response from somebody, mm-hmm. whether it be your friends or whether it be somebody, you know, you want to get that response. And that's why you keep doing it. If they say, hey, you know, they called him the N word. Oh, you know, his friends are drunk. Don't do it again. Do it. they trying to get that response. <laughs> and he was able, he felt he was OK using that kind of language and doing those types of things. I feel sorry for the young man. I I feel if he does that situation in the wrong area or the wrong time, he's really gonna he's gonna catch some something from somebody that's gonna be really offended, and it'll be just do. You know, uh, you know, I hate to say it, he's gonna say that. If he continues that behavior, he's going to say that in the wrong area, in the wrong environment.
0: Yeah. And somebody it's not is going, going to It's stand not going to be up. a good look. It's not. It's, go, it's, it's not, not going to going turn out gonna well. well. It's not going to. There's some yeah, folks out, turn out here out with well. nothing to lose, and yeah. you use this as an example, Mr. Cox. Appreciate you for sharing the link to the gentleman who uh, made that donation to to the kid there. I, I, I like the fact that uh, you know, that man is well connected, hangs out with the with the Wades. I uh, like the fact he's got the king's hat right there. So shout out to Sacramento. So you know he's a good dude. I guess all right. You know he's got a little what what you call it the angry monkey um, NFT. So he, he's out there investing mm-hmm. in, in, in the new cryptocurrency. So shouts out to that. So that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, single mother graduate, peopleless. So, so right. So he he knows right. He's been down. He he's been counted out and saw. A situation and stepped in the gap and and said, you know what, I'm a, I'm gonna try to make a difference and yeah, let's go ahead and get this man some flowers right here. Look at that, he 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 from absolutely Sack. he from Sax, so you know, right? He's from our town, brother. Come on now, I need, I'm gonna find him. So you good,
1: um, he good people. Yeah, we didn't yeah. bring him on the show. We need to get him on. The yeah, show. we gonna we gonna
0: we, we him gonna him. you know what? I'm gonna follow this brother. We gonna we gonna, we gonna find him. We going we gonna have him team no sleep, and we we gonna give him some give him his flowers while while we can. Um. That's all right. That's all right. Good story right here too, man. Uh, Andrew Jones underwent treatment for leukemia star player, Texas playing basketball. He's getting that NIL money that we've talked about from day one day zero. We we talked about NIL day zero. So we, we, the originators of the conversation. So, so shouts out to team no sleep and, Ma- and Montel Allen on that. Uh, but he is donating part of his NIL money to cancer research. That's what I'm talking about, right? That That's what we initially were saying. What are these young kids out here, 18, 19, 20, whatever, at, at this age that are getting money, getting paid for their name, image and likeness? How are they going to adapt and how are they going to be responsible with all this cash coming into their pocket? This young kid right here, again, basketball player and Andrew, Andrew Jones. Went went through some stuff, went through some things, right? Not just out there on the court, but went through uh, treatment and as, as using some of the money that came into his pocket to to look after others as well. So I just wanted to give give him some props on that, and some shots on that. I, I didn't see a picture of him. There you go, right there, Andrew Jones, number guard for mm-hmm. for for the Texas Longhorns. Right, so there we go. I just uh, it's a, it's a great story, I think. I could,
1: that's just a great great. That's a great story, man. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, to, for him to, to donate part of his money to, you know, to fight cancer for cancer research, uh, for him, you know, to be affected, with, uh, you know, infected with the disease and to be able to overcome it. Um, man, I just think, wow, you know, that's just a great, that's just a great feel good story, man. Yeah. That, that young man has his priorities in the right spot, right place. He just wanted, he just he just got me to vote for him on some brackets now, for sure, <laughs> because of the story. Because <laughs> right, we we we, always, we
0: worried about that, right? From from day zero yeah. when we had the conversation, we we worried about how, how these kids were going to act and react. Now that you got this big wad of cash in your pocket, because you didn't gone up down to the. Church's chicken and did a, a uh-huh. quick little, you know, bagging of food for for folks. And because of your, yeah. you're good at what you do, but here here, this man is giving back some of his money to yeah. cancer
1: research. This is this is one of the good. This is one of the good stories, man. I think I think I, I hope we hear many more of these. Yeah. Um, but you know, we 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 both know that it won't be a lot of these good. It, it'll be some, not a lot. Yeah, these good stories. And I'm, I'm glad they're putting it out there, man. I'm glad this this young man, you know, is putting money where his mouth is, but also. He's putting it where he was affected. It. You know, he, yeah. he, he knew he knew how to fight through this. He knew what this is. And he knows what these people need or other kids need in order to overcome it. Yeah. So why not? Hey, if I can help another kid overcome this like I did, because because I'm a commodity, right? I'm a, I'm a basketball player. Yeah. that's probably going to go to the NFL. I'm a commodity and I know what it takes to get over this. Let me donate some of my money to help the next man get over. So that's just giving back, man. Uh, You know, shouts out to that young man. I wish him the very, very best and hope. You know he fulfills all of his dreams and his aspirations to get to the next level.
0: There it is. There it is. Now, Kevin, hold on. You talking about this? JJ Duke runs uh, melon. The, the hat. If, if that's the case, I need to talk to him about why them hats cost so much. Have Have you, Mattel? Have you looked at them hats? It's some it's some dope no. hats. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. you. Know they they water waterproof, water resistant. You know they they got holes in it so you don't your, your head don't sweat. And some dope hats, but. Uh huh. Remember when I, when we brought up the Brady store and Tom Brady's gear, and it was like seventy five dollars <laughs> a T shirt. That's how much the, the, these hats are, man. Look, I'm, I'm selling my hat for for what, I think it was twenty five dollars. Okay, uh-huh. uh, let, let's we we gonna do this online right now. Hold on, let's see how much are these melon hats? In, in, let me make sure I type the right thing into. But I'll... oh my gosh, look at that! You see that number seventy five dollars? Hold on, you you want a hat? The A-Game Hydro, for $59 for a hat. Come on, man. We, we need to get him on here to talk about the pricing right there. Let, let's be more inclusive. $59 for him. I mean, I mean see, that's dope, right? Man, that, I, I, no I would I rock spend that Heather Gray right hat. there. <laughs> you know, customize and hey, everything.
1: I'll, spend, I'll, spend, I'll wear no hat before I spend $60 on a hat, brother. Come man, on, just, man. Dust, just I, I, I know, man.
0: <laughs> I, I can't do it. I, I, I want one. But, but I'm a I
1: support him. I support him all the way, man. I support him all the way. I'll I'll tweet it out for the people that can't afford it. Yeah, but I, I, know, I just can't be it. Uh, send send <laughs> us some Venmo.
0: Send look look at mine. You got a gift card? Do you have a gift for them? Well, you know, you know, if you want if you want to send something something over over to Melon, m e l i n dot com, get get your boy one one of them Heather Gray uh, hydro hi, I, I, No, that's that's too much money for a hat, man. I, I don't know. Let's
1: move right,
0: on. Yeah, I'm, for, man, hey, I think spend that like sixty
1: dollars somewhere else, man. You don't send me no gift card, man. Go, yeah, go, you go, know, go come on, man. Yeah, help that dude right. with the ten dollar meal at, at Taco Bell or something like God, that. Get him no. a
0: Taco every day. Oh, yeah, let, Let's get him on the show and see if he'll give some out to the giveaways for folks on <laughs> on the show. Uh, last story that I had and I wanted to touch with you as well because I think this is cool. Resonates. I'd rather end on some good notes. We, we've had so many. uh, challenging stories over a while. And and this is something that uh, I didn't expect. And it, I think it's actually pretty cool. Uh, all minority broadcast team making history at Tory Pines covering uh-huh. this golf event. Listen, this, this is what's up, right? We, we, we we able to get in the front door. We, we able to be on the green. We able to, now we, you know, we able to cover the, uh, the event and it's an entire uh-huh. minority team. So you got, uh, you know, a couple of brothers out there, you, you got a Hispanic young man right here out there doing his thing. Look, look at him walking around, got his, got his golf channel swag on, microphone and everything out here showing representation at a highly... Exclusive event, uh-huh. Tory Pines. Look, you, you can't just you still can't just roll up on Tory Pines like like you don't have <laughs> no sense, right? You, 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 you gotta be invited and you gotta you gotta know what you're doing. Uh-huh. But to be out there and to have some uh, inclusion from a coverage perspective, I, I thought this was just a really neat thing. And uh, again, just to see see that this is the new Tiger Woods, right? This is again, folks, seeing that We can be out there, other folks. That look like us, that look like anyone else, that look different can can be all that we want to be and, and can do whatever it is that we want to be. So I I just thought this was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I think it's just it just shows how far how far we came in that sport in the, in the sport of golf. Yeah, where you know before we, you know I mean Tiger Woods was groundbreaking. You know, obviously Calvin Pete before him, yeah. but I mean Tiger yeah. Woods was mm-hmm. really groundbreaking when he came into the sport. And now it's kind of you know we're going with twenty years later. Now not only a part of the sport we're covering it. We have analysts in it that look like us. We have analysts that, that, are, that are black and brown that are covering the sport. And, you know, the sport is very, you know, we still support it financially. There's a lot of people that play. A lot of African-Americans, a lot of Latino that men that true. play, play that ball. That's So now, now, now I think they're, they're just starting to realize our dollar counts as well in that sport. We, You know, Tiger What was able to push it on the next millennium as far as, you know, people being interested and, you know, giving it a big boost as far as marketing and money is concerned. I think this just, just shows how far we came. And, you know, shout out to the PGA, man. I mean, come yeah. on. You know, yeah. where, the, where they're doing it and they're allowing it to happen, man. More more shots out to it. But uh, you got to think, though, I, I don't want people to forget just 65 years ago, you know, we weren't allowed to be on the course.
0: That's true. That's Some true. places. That
1: you know, so I would say 60, 75 years ago, yeah, we weren't allowed to be on these courses. We weren't allowed to get in the front door. So the fact that it matter that we come 75 years, my, mo- my mother's lifetime can see, where we were where they weren't allowed in the door To now we got guys covered in the plane of the event. Man, that just shows that we are we are making progress It's slow, but we're making some progress, which is great.
0: That's true. And and I, I like shining the light on on progress and again a small step here, but you know, it's it's a it's a relevant step and it and need to be celebrated and this is the place to do right. it. So uh really really cool. Um folks, team no sleep, right? You you see what we do? Come on now. This 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 is where it's happening. We got Montel Allen over there, man. And you know he he got some things to talk about every single week. So make make sure you <laughs> make sure you subscribe, make sure you part of the family, you part of the community, because we're gonna bring it every Tuesday, six thirty PM Pacific time, and we're gonna talk about things that matter from a social impact of sport. Um we appreciate y'all for being part of the crew, being part of the journey. We just gonna continue to try to get better each and every time that we do yep. it. I'll take us home, man. It's all, it's all about you, brother.
1: Man, man. Count your blessings, man. You know, this is also not only this black history, but this mental mental health awareness, man. Please yep. call a friend, uh, a, a family member. Just check up on them. You know, right now, we're still in those trying times with COVID, um, you know, and things going on, man. Just make sure you check up on your loved ones and the people that surround you, man, just to make sure they're OK. And then we'll get through, get through this year, 2022. God bless everybody. Stay up.
0: Y'all be good. We out. Appreciate you now.